This podcast is for leaders at diverse levels and organizations around the world who are seeking to scale and transform their leadership to level up their business and to create an impact in the lives of people all around them. I'm your host, Stephen Paul. And in this episode, we meet an enterprising leader who has achieved multiple milestones and is on a drive to change the educational ecosystem, among, among other things. He is the chief information officer of one of the biggest universities in Lithuania. He's also a chairman of a consortium of higher education and an entrepreneur at Moodle. He's none other than Polis Nomgudas. Welcome to our guest, Paulus from Lithuania. Great to have you on the show today. How are you doing today? Hello, Steve. Thank you. I great. Each day is quite interesting for me. So this one is very interesting, especially because it is my first list uh, uh, kind of uh, meeting. So podcast. So I'm happy of Wonderful. this experience. Wonderful. And, um, you know, so, so is it just to remind us where you are exactly based? I know you're based in Lithuania, but uh, where, where exactly are you based? I work and live in Vilnius, the capital of Lithuania. Wonderful. You know, you know what, Paulus, I've been to, uh, to, uh, to uh, Vilnius. Um, you know, I, I used to come to Riga quite a few, uh, quite a few times a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And I used to come there. Um, so it was a, it was a while ago. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. For me personally, Riga is a very interesting city because it is near the sea, the bay and the river. So there is a lot of water in the Riga. Vilnius uh, had the river, but <laughs> not so much water around. So that's, that's true. That's true. And, and, and Paulus, tell us a little bit more about uh, Lithuania and um, any specific cultural um, elements that uh, that happen at this time of the year. Uh, no, no. In Lithuania now, just the spring is starting, and uh, today we have quite cold day, but sun is shining. And uh, I don't know how much we need to talk about that, but uh, we are working uh, a lot. Uh, we are reaching uh, the news about what's happening in the world, and just try to do our best each day because there is some bad things happening in the world and Lithuania is quite uh, related with that because it is quite related people uh, who are now fighting for their lives so I think you know about what I'm talking yes yes and absolutely yes and uh, uh, we feel that it is very directly impacting our lives as well so we just try to help them and just and personally i each day now i have some additional activities about how to help ukraine about education activities about some it solutions or just advising something related with that but in general in lithuania everything is quite calm we're working we're happy and I don't know, waiting for summer and uh, hotter water, uh, deserts. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. It, it, is, it is indeed a very important um, uh, topic about what's going on, current affairs yes. about um, the region and um, the implications and so forth. And um, I'm glad to hear that uh, you are taking positive measures 
within your control to manage the situation there. Uh, but it, it is a very difficult situation. Um, so let's let's move on about you, Polis. Uh, tell us tell us about your personal journey, just briefly. Okay, so uh, I think about IT. I started to think from the first grade in the school because I just uh, started to participate in one uh, uh, school activities about uh, developing. I started to develop of Turbo Pascal. It was my first development language. And from the beginning, then I get the first computer. Uh, I understood that uh, I like IT. And then, of course, I don't understand how wide IT sector is, but the start was there. And, uh, and uh, the next step, I think, was when I started to study in uh, Vilnius Tech. And in the third uh, uh, years, I started to work in university as developer as well. And majority of my life uh, of, uh, as an employee experience is related with uh, Vilnius Tech. So I grow it up here as an IT specialist. Yeah. But because I am very active, I think, you know, and you read at my LinkedIn profile, yeah. how much positions on one time I am uh, covering. Uh, I do a lot of different things. But as I talked uh, with uh, friends, uh, relatives uh, and colleagues, I think all this uh, different but together related to education sector activities uh, gives all these uh, good things for me as a person as an expert of this field and i think uh, i can't now uh, remove something from my life <laughs> yes the family is not very happy that i <laughs> uh, work so a lot but uh, in general everything goes quite well i'm happy and i think the talk with you is one of the milestones or great uh, things which happened because yeah. I am as I am. Uh, yeah, so that's it. Yeah. No, no, thank you. Thank you, Paul. This is that's very interesting. And we'll come to uh, to all the great things that you're doing in parallel. This is what I call a, a, a multipreneur leader like yourself who has got a portfolio of roles. Good, good world, uh, multipreneur. Yes, <laughs> I had not heard it until now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, I acknowledge that you have um, you know, the background and the interest in, in IT or in technology. And um, is, it, is, it, is it right to say that you started more on the technical side of things initially, and then you diversified into uh, the business aspects of technology? Yes, correct. Yes. Okay, okay. And, and uh, now you're, you're building technology elements of, um, of, of, of the businesses across the, uh, the, the roles that you're in at the moment. Yes, so that's, that's interesting. That's interesting. So, so let's, let's delve a little more into, um, you know, some of the specialisms that you have, you know, you've mentioned about, you know, technology, and you mentioned, um, and by the way, I did, yes, I did take a look at your LinkedIn, wonderful, imp impressive profile, uh, you know, you're, you're into lean startups and digitalization. So just let's, let's delve a little bit more into, into that. And, and then let's also talk about how that applies to 
you know, one or two of the roles that you have at the moment. So um, tell us more about lean startups, for example. Okay. So uh, everything related with agile, uh, agile mindset, lean startup started, I think, uh, about eight years ago when I was promoted to the head of programming department. Uh, the situation in university was that there is quite a mess <laughs> of uh, how everything was managed uh, of all requests to develop, to create something in a software development field in university. So I started to read, to participate in some seminars, conferences about uh, how agile can change uh, the thinking, the way uh, project managers, pro product owners uh, manage the flow of the requests and priorities of them. Yeah. And uh, in the beginning, it was just the way how to follow the rules and change the management in university. But year after year, I understood that uh, it is not just the rules which uh, I need to follow. It is just uh, some good things, good tools for a manager, for a project manager, which if I need it in particular case, I can use to make the project successful, make the software works well, or uh, I know ask, uh, which questions I need to ask for the uh, customer to create the solution which is most uh, valuable uh, to an end user. Yeah. So in the end, how I now understand this, that uh, I read it the Eric Rice book about Lean Startup, it gives more, me more understanding how the products uh, can be developed and why it's so important to check the the product uh, of what are you thinking is best for the market with the end user and i using this uh, uh, mindset things uh, not just in the business but in the university management as well because uh, uh, in the it sector especially when you create new systems from the scratch because in you can't buy all systems from the market for the university because there is a lot of very complex processes which can be digitalized just by creating our own solution for them. Yeah. So I need the way how to create exactly what is needed to the processes, to the, my departments of university. So this thinking let me just go step by step, not think that I know everything from the beginning. I don't know a lot of things and I like it because then I go uh, deeper in the different fields I know more. And, uh, and all this uh, uh, thinking, always uh, going step by step, uh, not afraid of uh, mistakes or fails uh, leads to success in that. Yeah. Because uh, when you're creating software, create digitalizing processes, you create uh, changing the uh, behavior of the companies, uh, yeah. of the employees' uh, daily uh, routine, because if until the system they just uh, prepared the paper-based documents, now they have a system with different forms. So it is a lot of interesting things and you need to know how to introduce these yeah. changes to the uh, people to the co community to the organizations and it is the same 
it is a private or public sector uh, i see the very uh, a lot of similarities in this field yeah and and you touched on a very you know a few a few important aspects you, you mentioned about behavioral change as well as mindset um and and these are very important aspects so uh, policy in terms of lean startups and how you have experienced it do you feel that people around you and uh, people who or organizations are aware of this yes to, to an extent to an yes, extent uh, that they are actually applying it yes uh, uh, for example uh, last week we have the meeting uh, with uh, rector and vice rectors to uh, discuss about this year uh, development in general it the, our id department uh, uh, work plans and uh, it was a column with story points in it so so all organization in Vilnius Tech knows uh, the agile the story points yeah. but what I understood uh, a few years ago that it does not not matter how you call all this management uh, in the organization the most important thing is that it works and it leads to success so I'm not talking each day that it, we are worked by Agile or something like that, uh, or by Kanban or, or something like that. But I just uh, introduce things uh, of management, of uh, uh, working style, which I think uh, on the particular moment is most valuable to introduce and start to use. Yeah. Be because uh, the management must understand how we work and why we estimate it in uh, story points in Lithuanian language, it is Pasako yeah. so, okay. <laughs> so they laugh it in the beginning, but now they respect uh, our metrics and they understand that uh, by this way we can show the size of works which we do uh, each quarter, uh, yeah. each year as IT department in university. So, so Paulus, just to just to clarify, then, when you're actually approaching a company to introduce this concept or to enhance what they've got currently, um, do you uh, do you do you have to make a lot of effort with the CEO or with the board to actually describe the benefits of this? And does it does it come across to them as well? Yes, we like it, we want to do it, and we want to apply it in our organization? Or does it take a bit of time to for them to actually accept it into their uh, in, into their mechanism? In the beginning, uh, about eight, six years ago, uh, it was, uh, it took more time to explain why we use Agile or some Lean Startup uh, elements. But now, after this uh, number of years, uh, then uh, our results of each year, how much work we implemented, uh, the samples of our achieved uh, uh, results uh, talk uh, versus us. Yeah. We don't need more to convince yeah. that uh, the way how we work is uh, good. Uh, Yes, always we can do more and uh, continuously improve our work. But in general, everybody, I hope everybody uh, mm -hmm. believes that what we bring it as a management style of IT uh, work uh, management uh, is good thing and uh, we need to follow it in yeah. the future as well. 
And, and, and tell us a little bit more about the digitalization aspects, because now, now, nowadays, you know, there are various versions of digitalization, but from your perspective and your contribution to digitization or digitalization, and, you know, I know there are different concepts, but uh, mm -hmm. where, where, where do you see your biggest areas of contribution are on that aspect? Uh, uh, about digitalization, I think I can talk from different uh, sites. Mm -hmm. uh, if we talk about uh, private sector, where my company is installing Moodles and related products with, uh, for uh, virtual learning, distance learning, uh, we come to the customer because the customer wants to uh, automate uh, or reduce the resources for internal learning management and monitoring of what is happening with learning in the company. So from one aspect, uh, we just uh, uh, automate and digitalize the process in general, because when we come, in most cases, it is a paper or just PPT based uh, PDFs based process and uh, everybody sharing these documents or uh, organizing uh, live uh, trainings and collect the participation in the trainings or something like that uh, uh, on paper or just in spreadsheet or something like that. In after that, it is a system which monitors, uh, logs the activities and can generate a beautiful report about what is happening in the whole organization. In university is uh, quite the same, but as IT manager, I have a, a huge amount of different type of processes and activities, which uh, are, is uh, uh, asking uh, me to take a look and think about how it can be digitalized. Because uh, as IT department, we take care of everything uh, from uh, science management, uh, uh, studies management, to finance and uh, management, uh, human resource management, and other related uh, with university activities fields, which have uh, some kind of systems. Or maybe until now, they don't have any systems and work with uh, spreadsheets and words. So, they're asking to do it in general, uh, digitalize the process which is not uh, digitalized at this moment. Mm -hmm. Others requires uh, support and some uh, updates or new features, installations, operations. So it's very wide uh, field and it gives a lot of in interesting and different experience for me because I need to quickly change my understanding or thinking from, for example, in one meeting after this meeting with you, I had a meeting about uh, the project which uh, have seven universities in Europe and we together want to create the platform from a digital perspective, a platform where students can exchange and learn different uh, uh, subjects from different uh, universities, not going somewhere or by maybe going, but in one platform as an mm -hmm. IT system. And now I am talking with you. After that, I have the meeting uh, with my developers for the one governmental system, which we as IT managers uh, supporting and uh, helping if there is any challenges for uh, Ministry of Education. 
So you see that there is a, a completely different variety of fields which I need to cover in each my day. Yeah, and and Paulus, if 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 we actually just zone out um, slightly, you know, from the topic of digitalization or di digitization, in your view, on a scale of you know, and you're a global leader, um, you know, you interact with multiple countries, but in the region that you are in, um, and in in Lithuania as well, on a scale mm -hmm. of one to ten. Um, where do you where do you see the maturity of uh, digitalization lying? Ten being, you know, it's 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 extreme. It's it's well established and optimized. Where where do you see digitalization sitting on that maturity scale in your region? I maybe I give seven plus something like that. Brilliant. That's yes, brilliant because uh, yeah. I think. Um, uh, it, then you start to evaluate the digitalization level of country or city or something like that, you get some metrics, mm -hmm. but uh, everything changes, processes, people, uh, rules. So after some time, something not, uh, not so important becomes or other things becomes more important. For example, during the COVID, these two years uh, required some more attention to some distance works, distance learning things, uh, but we've forgotten or just stop it to uh, implement some other uh, field uh, solutions. But now we are coming back to them and it is a very uh, active and dynamic uh, process. But I think seven plus is something like that because I am participating in some ministry work groups and we're discussing about what uh, good can be implemented in uh, the public sector for schools, for private sector, for universities or something like that. So I see that there is a lot of things which we need to do yeah, <laughs> in near yeah. future. So I can then give more because I know that there is a lot of work to yeah. do. Yeah, no, no, thank you, thank you. And Paulus, you know, we talked earlier that, you know, you've got a portfolio of roles, um, you know, you're, uh, you're, you're the chief information officer, you're a chair, chairman or chairperson, um, you're also an entrepreneur and you've got your own business. Um, can you maybe tell us an experience or a story, uh, you know, from a time where, you know, as a senior leader or as an executive or even as a chairman that resulted in a highly positive outcome? Uh, the result of being in this different yes, position? Yes, that's right, yes. Uh, as I mentioned, I think in the beginning, uh, all these different positions uh, form me as a leader, I think. Uh, which I want to be in the future. Because I think, uh, uh, and how I think is that I like to do, not to talk. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, I like to talk after I achieve something, I do something, I can explain why I'm doing what we want to do. I'm joking that C-level uh, uh, level executives uh, must to be the good salesman. Yeah. because uh, we have ideas we need to attract the funding in university or in the private sector no matter we are, have ideas and uh, we need to sell them because we're not 
funding ourselves uh, by implement for to implement something. So I think with different positions uh, uh, gives me a lot of different experience. And in the end of the day, I know a lot of new things, uh, and I am happy about that. I can sit and think that I learned uh, this thing. I learned how to handle this stress situation in the meeting or something like that. Uh, I know how to solve these big challenges in big projects because there is so uh, there is a lot of uncertainty about what will must be to do in the end or something like that. So I think mostly it is for experience yeah, for me yeah. personally. Yeah, no, no, that's that, that that's brilliant. Let's just delve a little bit more into that because um, the, the these days, you know, leaders, emerging leaders, even established leaders, they they constantly face challenges. And um, you know, you mentioned certain things around um, you know stress, crisis, um, you know, risk, and so forth. Can you can you maybe give maybe an example of a lesson that you have learned where it has transformed? your leadership style or the way you operated and and have benefited the people that were impacted as a result can you share maybe a lesson or maybe something like that yes i think uh, the very important moment which i remember until now is when i started to to be a manager uh, as a development manager and uh, uh, so on i started uh, to face that I can't handle all the works which uh, uh, comes to me each day. Because then you are, are a specialist or some like expert of some field developer or analyst or admin, you getting work and you doing it one by one in general, because you getting work and need to do. When you become a manager, you getting uh, too much work, which can be done just by you. And then you transforming your mindset from being uh, just a worker to a leader manager, you need to understand that not all works must be done by yours. You need to attract the team around you, which you trust, and you can uh, give them uh, the transit these works to them and just check the result. You need, of course, to learn how to trust your people because you just uh, start to talk about some strategic, some principal things, and then you just waiting for a result. And during this time, you are working as a manager for uh, directly your responsibility things. You are planning something, discussing with other managers about some uh, strategic things or something like that. For example, in the Moodle, uh, partnership. I am the person who talks with Moodle executives about the partnerships, about the uh, milestones uh, for my company, uh, for the Moodle, who, what they want to from me as a partner. I discussing with other partners about uh, new uh, projects uh, and how they, we can implement them together. But there is a whole team, which I am thankful very much in the company in the university as well which each day working and helping me to achieve and uh, i think more than half of all these achievements which uh, i can announce in linkedin or just talk about them 
is achieved by my my team, not by me. It's in general. Yeah. I just think it, talk it with them, and push at them to do this. Uh, give, give it uh, the good word that uh, you can do it. I maybe I, sometimes I give it give some advices uh, to them because especially in the university we have a lot of uh, students who comes to work in our IT center. So we have some kind of uh, educational process how to yeah. prepare a developer administrator or something like that so we educate we inspire uh, and then we get the result from them yeah. uh, and this, i think it's most important to understand for manager that uh, you need to have the right persons in the right positions when you are growing uh, and not to try to cover everything by yourself then you burn out in the end yeah and that that's such an important aspect right so the the, the art of uh, delegation motivating the team because yes. they are basically uh, you know what you know the the cornerstones behind the success of yes. you as a leader but also them in terms yes. of their growth and the growth of the the, the organization yes. as well so you and you touched on quite a few interesting aspects in terms of mindset and, and 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 so forth because not many people think of it that way and many people are very task oriented as well so your leadership style is very transformative i can say i can i can i can hear it from 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 what you're you're describing nice to hear it. <laughs> that it seems that i think in, in quite the right direction <laughs> yes so, yes okay yes. great and and uh, Paulus, you you have an upcoming conference where you're speaking on a topic. I remember uh, reading it on your one of your posts. Mm -hmm. um, this is about redefining the role of IT procurement um, and uh, transformation of related processes. Tell us more about it. Where is it? Uh, what's what 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 got you invited into that in, into that uh, engagement? Honestly, I don't ask it how they found found me <laughs> they just <laughs> write it to me maybe i am interested to participate into this conference uh, and i because i always like to learn <laughs> and uh, have new experiences i uh, agreed when we have the meeting and we started to discuss about uh, what kind of uh, topic i can present and uh, from my latest experience of the biggest uh, implemented projects in university, I face it uh, that uh, the IT solution procurement process is not the most important thing. It is important, but it is just a good start of uh, a successful project for the company. Because uh, uh, as I discussed with my colleague uh, earlier, uh, when I presented this <laughs> topic as well, uh, I explained it that um, I don't know why, maybe because we are always working with IT systems and uh, have a lot of different projects, but we see that IT solutions changing the behavior of end user. So by planning to buy something, we need not just to write a technical specification to buy the specific tool uh, and then introduce it after successful procurement to the end user, we need to attract the whole stakeholders from the early beginning 
and explain that uh, everybody in the this let's say group tender group or something like that is responsible for the result of this project because it not buying the it solution for themselves yes we are spending a lot of money because we are buying a lot of good things but we're not using them in the end of the day we just install them configure them integrate if it is needed but in the end the whole day uh, spend it with these systems is in the departments departments of uh, hr financial department uh, studies or something like that yeah. so we understand that we need to invite all uh, stakeholders from the beginning to participate in the in this procurement uh, because we want to be it successful so i will talk about how to do that how to uh, convince that they need to spend time and book the time in the pro project uh, uh, steps uh, and participate test talk uh, give feedback and so on and so on because because there is no just it project it is a business project in which uh, the it uh, have quite important role but not the most important i think yeah and that's that's very important as well and and polis in terms of um, you know the trends and topics that business leaders are are facing these days and uh, we talked about it earlier uh, you know at, at the beginning of, um, of of this talk as well about current affairs and um, you know some of the regional implications but mm -hmm. outside of that um you, where do you feel some of the impacts are or some of the big topics that leaders like yourself have in mind from a executive team perspective or from a board perspective um what 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 are some of those hot topics that's up in the agenda uh, for me uh, as a businessman uh, after Let's say after COVID strike it, I uh, closed one business. It was uh, because it was, uh, we worked at about two years until the COVID uh, and we developed the virtual reality uh, modules for uh, airport uh, ground handling services to train in virtual reality because uh, it is very expensive to train in real airports. Uh, we, with the partners from uh the, this uh, business field we created few modules and then the covid strike it and everything stopped all these investments to this field stopped and unfortunately until now they not uh, uh, restarted this investment now then the war started in ukraine uh, i facing that there is some struggles in the market for some companies I thought uh, that it can strike more hardly, but uh, I see now that the business not stopping, they're working uh, and uh, start, uh, try to achieve more and more. Uh, because uh, if we stop, and I think the COVID showed that uh, if we stop uh, by ourselves, uh, a lot of things stop uh, around us as well. Yeah. So as a businessman, we need to try not stop no matter what's happening <laughs> and i uh, believe in that and uh, i think 
each day businesses faces with challenges small or bigger but day by day you understand that all challenges in mostly all challenges can be overcome it and you can win in the end so i try say that each problem or issue opens some new possibilities or new achievements or something like that so i just uh, listening watching what's happening and try my best each day uh, to do what i can yeah. so because there is a lot of things which you can't uh, manage or can predict but you know that you're doing the best yeah yeah no, absolutely no thank you uh, polis and and um, when you when you look back in your life personal business what's one or two important things that you've learned in your life uh, from the business field and i think uh, from the in, in public sector as a team manager uh, in the beginning when i started my first ideas to implement as a startups uh, i don't know to understand why it's so important just to do and try because uh, in the beginning it is quite uh, a lot of uh, ri risks you see versus the possibilities then you start your business and you have a lot of uh, uh, mysterious things which uh, see that you can do it you maybe it is better not to start your business something like that now after about as i joking uh, the vector and moodle is my ninth uh, business which i started uh, it is uh, the simple that uh, each uh, try which i have previously give it me new things new understandings format me as a person in the end so now what i do i always try uh, if i think and believe that it is important i need i want to do it i am doing and if it is in the, the fail in the end, okay, it's a fail, but it's, it is a lesson as well. So I think that uh, the, the uh, icebreaker for me was to understand that, uh, that to be afraid in the beginning of something big, it's not a good thing in general, because you're not thinking clear about how to handle of it. Uh, if you can handle big things, split them to the smallest one, agile thinking, <laughs> and do it. And in the end, you will see that you uh, implemented, achieved uh, great big things, which required a year or more to achieve. For example, the become uh, next uh, Tuesday, I became, as a Vector, the premium Moodle partner. It is the highest level of partnership. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And we took uh, less than two years to achieve that from the beginning as resellers to the, the highest level of that. And in the beginning, it was a lot of things that I not understand. It was a lot of things that I thought it is not impossible to do in this short period of time. But I done, I try it, I talk it, I ask it what I need to do to achieve more and so on and so on. And in the end, you see that you achieve it. So I think uh, if we think it all our lives, in the end, uh, 
we will be achieved a lot of great things. No matter it is a business or just a personal life achievements or something like that. But we need to do step by step, and in in the end, you see that you've done it. Yeah, yeah. And and Paulus, you 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 sound and you are a you know very ambitious and determined leader. What's 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 the next big business adventure for you? Uh, I think. Um, no, uh, this year I started to invest to marketing of, of the company. So I upgraded my web page, started Facebook advertisements and so on, so on uh, because I thought that it is very interesting and useful for a company. I think what I want to try and achieve, maybe not, maybe not with Vextor, but I want to try and understand uh, more practically how the investment to companies is working, how investors uh, uh, invest to companies, how to attract the funding for some crazy ideas or something like that. Uh, I read it about it, but I not try it. So I think uh, uh, in the near future, I will think about how to try it. Because for me, it's very interesting. Because I understand that uh, for some ideas, there is a very fixed time to get uh, uh, successful or achieve successful results because uh, there is a com uh, uh, other competitors uh, in parallel. So sometimes you need to grow very fast and I want to try it, <laughs> how to, to grow very fast with uh, investors and grow a worldwide business. Yeah. Okay, and a wonderful. Now we're coming to a close very shortly, Paulus. And uh, let me ask you: I mean, do you have any closing messages that you want to share with other leaders on, uh, you know, key lessons or you know, topics of interest uh, that you feel others might might benefit? I I think uh, uh, the, for me personally, I don't know. Maybe for others, not work it, but uh, for me. Uh, always work it until now. If uh, I have a possibility, invitation to do something, try something, I use it and do it. And then I think, uh, do I need to do it uh, uh, further or I just want to, to change my direction to something like that? For example, one of the examples is the uh, be a lecturer in the university. I try it. I learned uh, the project management, uh, but I tried for two years because I just wanted to, to try it. After that, I understood that it is not for me, but it was a quite interesting experience. So I think uh, we need not to throw away any possibility to uh, become a better as a managers, as a leaders or as experts in something in some field, but to try it or some kind to uh, try it a little bit to get more insights about what you are uh, throwing away or accepting and uh, trying in, in general. Yeah. So I, for me, it is very important. And I heard a lot of uh, samples when people just uh, let to go through them, the brilliant ideas, brilliant possibilities, because we don't uh, uh, try to go deeper to understand what they uh, uh, face it. So I don't uh, doing that. <laughs> yeah. uh, for example, then uh, uh, 
salespersons uh, contacting me and offering me products. Uh, yes, to say that I'm not interesting is the easiest way, but I try to find the time, not always, but try to find the time, find the time and uh, uh, just listen to them for half of hour or something like that. And no matter I need it or not, uh, for example, as IT manager, but I listen for half of hour of seminar mm. of sample how the business is selling something for me. <laughs> and and uh, from that, I can uh, get new insights how to talk, how to present some products like that. I always <laughs> getting new experiences from all activities what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, no, one wonderful, Paulus. So that's this is this is uh, this is this is very interesting. Yeah, so I'm actually hearing experimentation, um, so try it out and confidence and taking the courage to actually even experiment as opposed to just being in your own comfort zone as well. Yes, those those are big, big messages there. Well, Paulus, we are approaching our uh, end of the, uh, the, the show. Uh, thank you very much for your time. And um, uh, folks, thank you very much for listening in and stay tuned for our next episode and another great leader who will be sharing her journey on diversity. Thank you and have a wonderful day. Thank you.